Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable and definitely hopelessly miscast podcast. Here from your friends at GCT, we have our normal staff members, Brian, who's the ED. Uh, we have Christina, remotely. Hi. She, she loves loud children. And Welcome. we have Brian's definitely better half, Rachel. So she's peacing out. So uh, Brian has referred to himself as Long John Silver today. So as Long John Silver's fish pen. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> Was there fish there? Did I miss a fish day? No, I keep trying to get you to eat the fish when you have to teach in the afternoon. Yeah, I, will I know. Sleep. <laughs> I know what that will do to you. I'll just help you sleep. Yeah, there's lots, lots of effects: breath, sleep. I just Careful. love hearing her over there going, "Why did I do this again?" I love to punish myself with fried fish. Yeah, but it it tastes so good. I mean, it's, it's so good. You can't beat you can't beat that. So uh, you can later when you deal with the after effects. But yeah, worth it. So it's been a while. Wow since we've all been together for one of these. Um, so um, how's everybody been? I know our one listener wants to know. Great. Uh, everyone on this call now had at least one vaccine. So I think we're all uh, very excited. About that. I'm just scheduled to drive through this morning. So nice. Yeah, I get my next one Friday. Nice. Yeah, and they changed the whole uh, system up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's better. It sucks. Because <laughs> I tried oh, to sign uh, Carson I found it a lot easier. <laughs> and It's probably easier, but I tried to sign Carson up, and now it says because he's a minor, they have to reach out to him. Like, why would you reach out to his parent? Yeah. Since I'm the one signing him up, but whatever. Hmm. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, we have a couple of features today that I'll throw out there for you guys. So the first one is, um, some of us I know were, have been off and on having discussions here and there in the last, I don't know, a couple of months. Since there's no Broadway right now, there's not a ton to talk about. So we're having to kind of generate source material. Um, but one of the things that came up was um, when, when you end up in like, there are shows out there and pieces of shows out there and characters in shows out there that <clears throat> at the time they were written, it was totally acceptable for them to be what they are or portraying what they were or the show to be what it was. And these days it's generally not. Um, <clears throat> so you have these shows or pieces of shows that uh, just, if the PC police are out today, no, nah, they they want you to not do the show. They want the show, show boycotted, something like that. And so I know there's varying opinions out there of, look, just accept the fact that some people would say, accept the fact that the show was written in 19 whatever. Uh, and it was what it was at the time. So just get past it. And then there's the opposite school of thought, which is, it, look, it may have been acceptable then, but it's clearly not now. Why would we put it out there? So, you know, an example might be a song from a show. 
or a character from a show that is it was totally cool to write it that way in 1950 or even 1980 but these days that show wouldn't pass muster if it was a brand new show so one of the things i was talking about with another friend of the podcast uh, auntie kever was because he and i were in a show called 1776 i call it a show it's really more like a uh, epic flume ride into hell um because it takes so long for one thing but he played a character that had to sing a song about slavery uh called molasses to rum so i asked him did he ever feel uncomfortable singing that song to an audience and you know he his take was sort of like well yeah there was you know discomfort but it's it's all in the context of how you take the song and things like that so we talked about that song of you know is it what would people think of a song like that these days you know, a new show or, or what's a more uncomfortable song to perform and so it was like i started thinking of a list and looking online at some some of the songs people say well that song is it shouldn't be out there anymore or it's too uncomfortable so kind of a bracketology but i'll ask you guys I'll throw out some song titles and you can tell me, do you think it's a appropriate song to do nowadays or should we be saying, no, that's, we're not doing that. So the first one is, and this kind of applies to when we did a student production of Annie Get Your Gun here at GCT last fall, well, last summer timeframe, and that's I'm an Indian too. Mm-hmm. So what is your guys' thoughts on that song? That's a hard pass. No, absolutely not. There's a reason There's, it was cut from the yeah. Stone in the early 90s. In the early 90s, I figured out that they probably shouldn't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's still, some, uh, one, there's still some more work on that show. Oh, yeah. They did not do all the work they needed. To. Yeah. There's there's more room. Um, But, yeah, that's that's a no. That's a big, big, big no. I'm excited to see whether you have Peter Pan on this list because um I'll go yeah. well. Well we'll well we can yeah, we can circle to that later. But it's a similar problem in which a lot of people at this point in life are kind of like, don't produce Peter Pan. I mean, because there's there's an argument to be made in either faction. I don't have a leg to stand on in this. I am not of any um indigenous descent i so i i don't really get a strong opinion on this but there's a lot of like uh debate about like do we just retire this from the canon because like the options are racism or erasure there's not really an in-between so. once that like you hear this. the term cancel culture out there a lot these days you know yeah. someone would say well you're canceling it if you don't do it in any way shape or form yeah for sure there's a there's yeah that that is always like the big one in children's theater that is there there's always an argument around peter pan and like how to gracefully stage it can you gracefully stage it right can you erase any of the like native american uh racism from the show without erasing them entirely which is worse you know there's a whole slew of arguments that exist around that show yeah because ugawa was on our list 
that we yeah. came up with. So. And it's kind of similar to Annie Get Your Gun in some ways. It's like, do you just take all of those characters out? You really can't. That's also kind of shady and shitty. Right. But um, but yeah, that song is, we don't need it. No one ever needed it, and we certainly don't need it now. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, every musical I ever see, I could pick two or three songs they don't need, but not because mm-hmm. they're inappropriate, just because it makes the show longer and like, all like that. Well, yeah, when can I'm I leave? an Indian, too, is, is not a good song. You could change <laughs> lovely lyrics and it would still be terrible because it's, it's rough. It's Everything about song. it. Especially when you see the old uh, the old uh, movie version Oof. with Betty, what's her name? <laughs> it's pretty oh. bad. Um, see, I yeah. always laughed at that show, as you guys heard me, you know, with the, I always thought it was a, a reference that I could see women getting upset about the when Frank Butler is singing about, you know, the girl that he marries will have to be as soft and as pink as a nursery and yeah. things like that. You know, I, I think that sh- that actually works in the show, though, because um, he's kind of being made fun of and touted as a chauvinist. And that's mm-hmm. the perfect chauvinist song. And then... Annie being not the chauvinist is oh, yeah. his love interest. Of course, then they make her purposely lose a contest to him. So I don't know what the overall story they're trying to tell there is. They seem confused. It's not the worst one, and it's not the best one. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. What I'm saying because you know, one of the things that brought up this topic in my mind was remembering that, you know, when uh, myself and others were in a production of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels here, I mean, that show was not written way back in the 50s. You know, that was more mm-hmm. recent in the last 30 to 40 years. And we had people who walked out the second night of performing uh, for live audiences because the character from Oklahoma in her song says, not a tree or a Jew to block the lovely view. And there were people who walked out and we changed the line of the song as a result. Yeah. So the first two audiences heard that. Everybody else was. No, That's a hard one because it's not like satirical enough for it to be like we're making fun of Nazis, like something like a springtime for Hitler is. Right. And it's like it makes you wonder, like, who the hell put this in? And why? <laughs> Here in the like tender nineties, are we the, like saying weird anti-semitic song lyrics <laughs> so strange right but well, I, mean, I mean it also this the show also has to be fair a song called great big stuff that you know one of the main characters basically talking about how he wants a lot of you know hot women and money around him and it's i think in the some of the most sensitive people out there would say i don't like that either but it's yeah I guess you kind of reach a point where some people would say, well, then don't see the show. Yeah. If you're going to be offended by anything, don't see it. But anyway, so another song, and this is, this is on Brian's list of favorites for a reason is Shapoopy. <clears throat> because some, pe- <laughs> some people find that apparently that song, some of this I looked up online offensive because of the thematic elements, especially of the first verse of mm-hmm. saying a woman that'll kiss on the very first date is pretty much a hussy. <clears throat> Boy, would they have uh, issues nowadays. 
(laughs) Get the hell out of here with that. I (laughs) hate material like this so much. Like, what do you want from us? What do you ever want from us? Because then it like sings into the opposite of like what what I hate is when material sings about like uh, wearing a woman down. That's always my personal fave. Get get the, get the hell out of here. Also, that song's terrible, but that's no, a whole I, other yeah. argument. I will say my love of that song has more to do with Family it's, Guy, yeah. the music band. It's, say it's, yeah. it's not about that he loves that song. It's when Peter Griffin does it. You know, at Gillette Stadium, with for Tom Brady to see, that makes it funny. So, I mean, it's um, a funny song. It's right. goofy sounding. It's real catchy. It's got a lot of like dumb musical theater tropes in it that make it like fun. But yeah, the, you know, we maybe so don't need. We don't maybe need that. Interesting too. The songs you mentioned, not one one that we voted on, but uh, so Music Man is going to be revived. With Hugh Jackman and uh, Germantown native, what's her face? Uh, oh, Sutton. Uh, Sutton Foster. Foster. Uh, in December of this year. They're also reviving 1776. So it will be interesting to see what Broadway does uh-huh. with. I'll be interested to see. I'll tell you what, um, maybe not picking like more interesting and progressive choices for the lead already has me kind of like, well, what else are we going to do with this show? I mean, <laughs> just picked like. So- two white actors who have done 10 million golden age musicals already so i mean how committed are, are they, we really are they gonna do try to do like a like a hamilton spin on it and like cast you know like blind casting no clearly not it's sutton foster and hugh jackman who i like they're lovely clearly oh, sorry they're... i was talking about 1776 oh no. Seems like I heard they they are doing something with the casting on that. Maybe all women. I, I mean, that's what I, I really know. wanted them to do with Theater yeah. Memphis. A lot of people fought really hard for that, and then it kind of got shot down. But I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many talented women here. I would have <laughs> rather had to go watch that show with all women once than be in it <laughs> and perform it 16 <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah. So I. You know, it's like, I it's mean, I did enjoy we, drinking uh, off stage, but we got to do something with it, you know? Yeah. Yes, so it know. is, yeah, they, they have cast it and it is every single one's a woman, multi-racial. Wow, nice. Yes. I, I'm, yeah. I'm very interested in seeing that. Yeah, me too. So. That's uh, that's very cool and very exciting. Crystal, uh, Crystal Lucas Perry will be playing John Adams. Hmm. Nice. Dope. I always That's think exciting. of usually serviceable John Manis as John Adams. So shout out to oh, you. What Tony. a delight he is just in each and every way. Well, I probably told the story before. That's where usually serviceable came from was yeah. me sharing with him Brian's review when he got called hopelessly miscast in Dracula. And John said the same reviewer reviewed me in a show and said I was usually serviceable. And I thought, John said, I thought to myself, isn't that what you kind of call a hooker or something like that <clears throat> it's like yeah no. it's like but that's that's really good you were usually serviceable but not tonight mm. so <laughs> here's a couple other songs that we we cooked up we had a longer list but i kind of cut it down a little bit so mm. um there so, so kevin i had a really good debate about this one because you know this is from one of my more favorite i could because i grew up watching it as a movie 
is people apparently find take offense to the song summer nights from greece mm. because yeah. it's it's the whole thing with you know did she put up a fight type thing yeah i've heard this this debate before as well <laughs> so i mean it, it's i don't feel qualified to have a you know like an, a strong opinion one way or the other because it's a very you know white male dominated show i feel like anyway it's really hard to like separate that that is like the center of the show yeah. and also i don't have a foot to stand on on this one because i'm not a person that has like a strong emotional attachment to greece so i don't really care i think my sister made away. me watch it so many times i was beaten into submission yeah i didn't yeah i don't know i never watched it when i was young so it just never was like one that it was like i have this weird attachment to greece so i don't know i i don't i, I don't care if that song goes away <laughs> i don't think that song i mean the lyric is tell me more tell me more was it love at first sight tell me more tell me more did she put up a fight like i don't think it's i don't take that as sexual things like, like did she have to work to make her fall in love with you right more than yeah. the other so i don't well when i read I the comment online that people said they think they're there are the extreme people take that one and run with it, it like oh, it's that's a little implying that she was saying no and you were fighting yeah. her and saying yes yes means no it's, it's like, a little okay, icky yeah, and it's gonna... maybe something we wouldn't write today yeah yeah but at the same time but... i mean brian i i hear what you're saying um and i don't think that it's that innocent um but now i feel like awfully because i i had my kids do like a musical theater dance to this while I was oh, no teaching. oh no <laughs> but you're not wow, the only like, one uh, how many three. tens of thousands of done that at some point <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah, I've listen. seen like a 12 year old get on stage at a recital and sing Don't Tell Mama. So, yeah, true. <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry about it. But do you guys have <laughs> a good. problem with the lyric earlier in the, the song when the girls are singing, Tell me more, tell me more? Did you get very far? Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Like, she's only using him for gold she's a digger. gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Is a gold digger. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Again, interesting really rhetorical know. there. If I, I mean, cared more about Greece, I could maybe. They're supposed to be like stupid teenagers. Like that's yeah. that's what teenagers do. They they talk stupid. I mean, Dude. in this case, they're singing stupid. I mean, it just. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I agree. It's, it's true. It's meant to be. Yeah. Teenagers. Really, yeah, I would be very very horrified if someone picked apart the inner workings of my teenage mind um, exactly so. yeah because shit i mean as adults we don't have all but teenagers also didn't write grease as, <laughs> also true. true yeah so here's another one that i i had, had never heard this song but i as soon as i saw it somebody like several people had commented online and said this is the most uncomfortable song <laughs> i've ever heard in a broadway show and it's the song Thank Heaven for Little Girls uh, from, <laughs> from Gigi. Yes. And the first lines, I just read it and said, okay, I'm done. Each time I see a little girl of five or six or seven, 
I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say, thank heaven for little girls. Uh, That's true because the rest of it, doesn't the rest of it say, because uh, little girls get bigger every day? Yes. Yep. And then it yeah. says, those little eyes so helpless and appealing <laughs> when they were flashing send you crashing through the ceiling. Whew. I know a show we're not doing here. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's the co singing this song? I don't I'm not familiar. I don't with know that that show that well. I don't either. But I'm being totally honest. When I said my it, musical theater degree, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said it and Kevin said yes. He's like, that one oh. is ooh, no way. That's pretty rough. It's a, I mean it's a learner low. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, I don't know. Here's I could probably do away with that. Couple more for you guys. So and this was one I found interesting because it's a lot more contemporary is uh, that some people are not comfortable with everybody wants to be black on Saturday night from Memphis. Mm-hmm. Because they say it's got bad racial overtones to it. Huh. It's like, okay. Um, uh, what do you guys, that one kind of, that definitely piqued a lot of interest in my mind. I mean, not just because we're in Memphis and that show is Memphis, but it's like, you know. I wonder. Um, I'd be really, I'd be really interested. First of all, I'll preface by saying I don't really have a strong emotional attachment to that show either. I have seen it. It's fine, and it's not for me. Um, but it's really interesting. I wonder. I wonder what the uh, assortment of people that do like find it offensive. Like, wonder what their reasonings and demographic are is it offensive to black theater goers specifically who sings it because is i don't person get to weigh in on that if so if, if a white person sang this i'd be like no isn't it one of the guys in the club in the underground no club? yeah it's it's a bar song i think it sure. is and then like the whole cast like joins in and dances yeah and everything yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't remember watching the show. Of course, I'm not obviously a black person, but I, I don't remember watching the show and thinking to myself, "Wow, this is a little." Yeah, out there. I don't remember that either specifically. But you know, again, as a white person, I don't really get to have a super strong opinion on that. Um, but that is interesting. I've never really thought about it. Hm. I will say, looking at the lyrics of it, which I have pulled up, it it feels like the whoever wrote the book did not put much work into these lyrics at all it just says the same thing over and over again i was was gonna say it's basically the same thing over and over yeah five (laughs) times the guy from bon jovi wasn't it yeah Yeah, and i'm kind of like it's such a weird show it's one of the guys from bon jovi wrote that whole show yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the hell do you know about music in Memphis? <laughs> but okay, cool. Well, you know, what it, here once. seeing that song, I didn't remember that was a song in the show. I mean, I, I'm kind of like you, Christina. Yeah. I'm like, the show's fine. I, you know, I'm like, eh, it's a C plus for me. Uh, you know, I don't want to see it again. I saw it and I was entertained, but I'll move on. But I forgot that was even a title of a song. And when I kind of saw it, I was like, yeah. the first thing that popped in my mind was, one of the uh, Paul Mooney skits from the Chappelle show in the first season when he, when he's talking about the black man is the most imitated person in this country, bar none. 
and that's the first thing that popped in my mind because it was like okay everybody wants mm-hmm. to be black on saturday night mm-hmm. and it's sort of like you know i it's another one of those i don't really feel qualified to give a an opinion from a place of yeah. reference you know what i mean absolutely <laughs> so it's not up to me to decide that but it is really interesting to bring up for sure right so here's here's the last one and this i know this is a special one for you guys so this song is called does your daddy know you like to kiss the cowboys can you guess what it's from no what uh, is that? phantom of the country opera it is absolutely from phantom no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. there's a song in that show called that does your daddy oh. know you like to kiss the cowboys I didn't even I didn't even realize that was a show. You could probably add some parentheticals oh, on the boy. end of that too. There's a whole <laughs> backstory there. Oh, I'm sure your husband will show you that show if you want to see it bad enough. It's cursed. It's a cursed <laughs> video. Don't do it. Yeah. It's definitely a train wreck. <laughs> so look, it needs to, to be burned. We don't need it. <laughs> Any of it. Ever. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. So that's very funny. Yeah, it's that's my dad joke of the day. Thanks. So for that. Brian's got a few for you because he's been saving them up. Do you, oh God, you want to hear some lyrics from that song? Just absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> Train wreck. You see that water tower, girl? We can dream it. I'm going to paint your name and John Deere green on it. Uh, 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 uh. I, I cross my heart. I ain't no walk away Joe. I'm going to get you to the church on Cumberland Road. Oh, oh God. Wow. Who let this happen? Why are we not producing this show? <laughs> Stop it. As a, as a student production? <laughs> No, I want if if I if we do the show, Christina has to be contractually mm-hmm. obligated to star. That's when I will hand in my resignation. <laughs> bye bye. Oh my God. Kill me. It's just so great to be able to reference that in almost every. Part. I'm happy that I know it exists, though. So you can avoid it. Yeah, so I can tread through life a little more carefully. It, right. I don't ever want it to like catch me off guard one day. It, it's you know? either that or my fat monster. Friend. So get ready. <laughs> you know, In season sixty-eight. We're gonna do one of those two. Oh, please no, 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 no. I'll be way too old by then, so it's fine. Um, you know what was not on your list, Paul? That they're also doing a like revival of and trying to make less problematic. Um, What's that? Is thoroughly modern Millie. Did y'all hear about this? I did not. Yeah, they're trying. They're doing a, a remount of Millie, and they've got um, a lot of script editing that they're doing to kind of get rid of some of the really, really problematic, like yellow face uh, Asian stereotypes that were in that show. And that's another show that was written in like the two thousands that came out on Broadway. Um. And they already so have that's to make like that many uh, revisions. That's yeah, sad. so that one's getting a, a revival as well that I'm really excited to see. They've um, taken some really like serious steps to make sure that they have uh, representation on the writing team to kind of like oversee that 
Because that's one I've wanted to, to direct for my kids for a really long time because it has so many good, strong female roles in it. And like, it's really like big dancey show, but the set requirements aren't too bad. And I've put it off for years because there's like no getting around these really problematic roles. I'm going to say, if only it was so easy to find women in theater as it is to find men. Where are all the talented women that are like the same height and all equally talented and beautiful? Where I'm are sure they? We'll hear ah. that in your casting call later. So, uh, anyway. well, Kevin and I had some honorable mentions I didn't bring up. One of the, mm. some of the ones he brought up was Under the Bamboo Tree in Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm. Um, another one, similar was, problem. I found this one online. I had. Uh, it's been so long since I've watched Holiday Inn, but apparently there's a song called Abraham, and the song itself as a whole, well, as in most of it, is not a bad thing, but apparently the, in the movie version, there's a black actress who's cast as a maid and uses the word darky in it. Ooh. So it's a tough look now. Um, uh, Kevin yeah. said the Chinese song ending and Anything Goes always gets him yeah. performing. Yeah, um, anything goes has a similar Millie problem. Yeah. It's the, almost the exact same trope, actually. It's really interesting. And one for me was just because I performed it here, but we cut parts out was Mea Culpa. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it's it. I mean, I was <laughs> I was willing to do the whole song, but as Eileen Quo, who was another friend of the podcast, but was also the music director, we both agreed. It's like that's too over the top for this for this crowd so yeah the one thing i'll say about that is at least at least you have a true villain singing that who is going to get a reckoning in the show and right. all of his arc is about him being so predatory towards this girl <laughs> and, and that mother. is yeah <laughs> and that's like a very different that's a very different look than a song or a character that's just like there to be like, wow, hi, look at me. We are Asian and let's make fun of that. That's not, you know, it's a little, little different when it's not um, comedic and we're, we're taking like a more serious tone on it. Right. It's still fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> right. But, um, you know. So that was good so moving on to our next feature this is uh this this was brought in as a game we'll say a guessing game if you will in our last podcast that we had and it was so much fun and there's so much availability of content i'm bringing it back and that's i called it take your shot fun boy in reference to the crow um but basically there's a lot of wonky wacky zany improv troupe names out there and there's lots of wild zany wacky band names out there too on the internet so uh we're repeating the game which is i'm going to give you guys three names two of them are an improv troupe and one is a band you need to pick which one is the band from the group this generated a lot of laughs and some funny discussion so hope you're strapped in and ready Ready. Um, I need another alcohol, but I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Should we give you a second and just yes, give me two seconds. Put like um, put like sound effect music. Okay. 
uh, we're elevator inserting music. my elevator music ad. Cut, no, cut to elevator ad that we used at Christmas. Go. Yes, perfect. How are you doing out there, Rachel? You need a refill? Uh, I'm okay. Okay. Brian, Brian needs to turn on his camera. Because I'm tired of looking at the word anal bleaching. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> turn on your camera. I told him earlier and he said, you guys see my face. I don't. She wants to see your face, Brian. Soak it up. It's not always the case. Can't spell hold on. <laughs> Camrea broken. <laughs> Have you been drinking? <laughs> not not enough for that. Yeah, apparently. It was like lightning. Did you see that? How that was fast nice. it was. Another another uh, poinsettia. <laughs> nope. Oh. Just champagne. Straight up champagne. My yeah. little wide-eyed doe. So. Mimosas. Mimosa. So truly. All right. So we're back. Alcohol in hand. And we're ready for the game. So here is your first three names. Back alley prom. Five overweight dudes and a girl, probably. And Abracadaver. Abracadaver is the band. Okay. Rachel, Brian, what do y'all think? I agree. That one. You're all right. It's Abracadaver. That one's kind of the softball in here, I think. It felt like a softball. So here's your next one. Sluts for hire, bros before shows, and Tim Burton's hair. Sluts for hire. Sluts for hire. Yep. Yes, that is correct. Y- y'all are supposed to be like commenting on some of these. I mean, it's going to be a quick feature if we don't. Sorry, I got really into the zone of competing for nothing. <laughs> right. For no yeah, reason. There's no prizes here. With my friends. <laughs> it's, this is all for pride. So here's your next list. Table for one, Jessica Lang's vagina, and <laughs> no pants bandits. I just like any group that can name themselves after a vagina. I love no pants <laughs> well, and Jessica Langs. Why? Why does it have to be hers? <laughs> why would it not? Why be? specifically? <laughs> well, there's <Yeah>. so many. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's so many to choose from. <laughs> okay, there so, are, but there's so like Bruce Willis's just... penis or something like that. You know? Here we go. Here yeah. we go. So, if you had your own improv group, whose vagina would you name it after? That's mm. Yeah. This is important. Everybody yep. better answer carefully. Um, I have my answer in my head. Let's see. What if we called it your mother's vagina? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, that's, that's not okay. That's, that's perfectly right. okay. That's I think that was the litmus band. test on whether it's okay or not. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably go with um with Amy Schumer's. <laughs> I think I'd say Phyllis Dillard's vagina. So it'd be like also a Scooby Doo episode. Mm. Like that. The new Scooby Doo movies, starring Phyllis Dillard's vagina. 
Today, the gang meets Phyllis Dillard's vagina. <laughs> what was the first one, Paul? I don't Table remember. Table for one. Table for one. Mine would be uh, Eleanor Roosevelt's vagina. Mm. <laughs> Going historical, huh? Yeah. Laura Bush's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to be in my improv group? I want to be in anyone's improv group ever. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Please don't make me come to your show either. My fat friend's <laughs> vagina. How's that? I think No Pants Bandits. My answer. That's a hard one. I think it's the vagina one. Honestly. It might be the vagina one. I'm very torn between the two. Rachel, what about you? What do you think? Um, I think we spent so much time talking about vaginas that I forgot the original question and um, I forfeit this round. Okay. <laughs> he abstains. So the answer is no pants bandits. Boom, motherfucker. So Christina, and I mean, we're, we're getting beat. into some of the good ones. These may, they may be obvious to you at times, but they're funny names. I thought they were funny. So your next list is toys to men. <laughs> Dancing in the fart and Oedipussy. These sound familiar. Did we do Oedipus these same Oedipus. ones last time? No. I did these okay. with Kever and Carson okay. on my Sports and Then Some podcast. Oedipussy is also my guess. What is the what is, is the obsession with naming groups after <laughs> private you know, regions. It's the most yeah. magical or remember, thing Jessica in the Lang's world. Remember, Jessica Lange's vagina was an improv troupe. So. That's true. <laughs> is that supposed to be like after the vagina? What is it? The vagina dialogues? Is that what it's called? Monologues. 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 Dialogues. Yeah. We dialogues. must have a dialogue. Hey, <laughs> if we that vagina is dialoguing this. back, it's like, We're I don't want to go near it. <laughs> I'll Rich stay away from that vagina. That. It, was very, it was very good. I enjoyed it. But I don't want it to talk back to me. It is good. Okay. So, a couple guesses for Oedipussy. Feel good about Oedipussy. I, I just said, hated that sentence. Go ahead. <laughs> it is Oedipussy. So. <laughs> um, so, here's the next one Jason's cat died, partially oh. sexy, and fuzzy little kitty cats. Mm -hmm. I like all the cat themes a lot. Like Oedipussy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw a cat sound effect in there. Um, Jason's right, can cat you, died. <clears throat> yeah, can you name them again? Jason's cat died, partially sexy, and fuzzy little kitty cats. What fuzzy little kitty cats? The Jason died one. <laughs> this sounds like something Ben Altbach The women take the square on that one. It is Jason's cat died. So, no. yeah, that one was meant to be like framed after pussy cats. So. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the cat theme a lot. So, this one had uh, this this three threesome list had Kever's favorite name of anything here. Elizabeth Taylor's husband's mom jeans and 7-Eleven's mustard area. <laughs> what kind of names are these? 
They're either bands <laughs> or real improv troops. So I know. Specific. Oh, exactly. Like the specificity is. <laughs> mom jeans, please. Mom jeans, Alex. Mom jeans. I'm going to go with mom jeans. I, th- I think I've heard. Kevin laughed at 7 Eleven's mustard area for at least a good half minute. That's good. It's a really upsetting. <laughs> Whether it's a band or a troop, I don't care. I'm going to see it. It's like, let's <laughs> see what they have. <laughs> Mustard, yeah. I hope. So Maybe we have mustard. two guesses for mom jeans. What's the who who has not guessed? I don't know. I just I just really wish that mom jeans would like come back in style. They are girl. They are. They are so hard. Well, yeah, but like for actual actual people uh, with fupas, not like skinny minis <laughs> that like pretend to. Haven't heard let me let me send you some links. Let me send you. Some <laughs> links. Let me send you. Are you about to get some mom jean pictures? <laughs> I got I got you. But okay, yes, good, good. I I know the struggle. I feel. So what what's your guess, Rachel? I, I'll go with the fupa. Okay. Uh, you're all incorrect for a change. No, it's Elizabeth Taylor's husband's. Uh, is the band. You know, we messed up your uh, messed up your streak. All right, so that's here's a, the next one. That's clever. You're still five and one. So the next one is scenes from Match.com. Tinker, Taser, Taylor Swift, and <laughs> the baby won't eat his corn dog. Well, you absolutely did these with us before. I remember yeah. Tinker, Taylor, Taylor Swift. I do remember okay. that one. I remember it, Fine. and I remember that it was on the fly. I it was the right answer. Because I, what I you remember. remember what was the right answer? Tinker, Taylor, Taylor Swift. That is not the right answer. Was it not? Nope. Oh man, maybe I have dementia. But yeah, I remember these that are name. New. These are new. I remember that name. I would never forget such a thing. Now, the baby won't eat his corn dog is the band. That's right. That's what I was gonna guess. I do remember that that band name. It's flashing now. I want. I've got to start dog. doing those brain games. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta start doing some some puzzles over here. Yep, yep. I'm gonna lose my faculties apparently. <laughs> okay, so see see if you guys. I mean, there's three more, so we'll see. Okay, if I'm ready. Any of these. So, <laughs> like I said, I'm pretty sure I changed the list though. No, a lot of these sound really familiar to me, but also again, clearly I don't know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> That's so, okay. Who, so who knows? The next one is Iron Man's fleshlight. Oh. Come on. Did you just say fleshlight? Yep. <laughs> I okay. did say fleshlight. Now we said Vowels are very important. <laughs> uh, whorehouse of representatives mm-hmm. and Bell Biv divorce. Whorehouse, please. I'm going with fleshlight. <laughs> uh, Bell Biv's divorce. Oh, all across the board. It is the whorehouse of representatives. So here's the next one. Michael Jackson's third nose. First national skank. Mm. And hey, that's my bike. Mm. First national skank. That's hell. (laughs) Hey, that's my bike also sounds like an indie band. That's a hard one. We go punk or indie. Hmm. Because the punk band would be First National Skank. The acoustic indie people are, hey, that's my bike. Okay, I'm going to go First National Skank, though. Okay. 
Ray Ray? I'll go with bike. It is the bike. <gasps> winner, winner. Bike dinner. Damn so, it all. Here's your final one. And then we'll have more next time. And I'll make sure that they're new, even though I'm pretty sure these are. At least to you guys. So, Blood Diamond Phillips, Drew Barrymore's Dealer, and mm. Helena Bonham Farter. We've heard these. Uh, yeah. But I don't remember. Yeah. I. You don't I remember, was, though. I think it was <laughs> Drew Barrymore's Dealer, though. I want to say, yeah. That was, that was it. Which... I need to look them up. Maybe I didn't save the, the second list. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we've heard these. And then I feel still didn't really some of them. And I feel no. really stupid that I didn't know them all. I mean, I, I remember you saying Elena Bottom Fart. <laughs> Who could forget <laughs> such <laughs> I'm okay. glad that's what your brain launched onto though. So yeah. Yeah, let's let's find a I can give you a couple on the fly. Yes. So, so clearly it doesn't matter that much for me. <laughs> <laughs> so very right. ashamed to it. Here we go. So let's see. Bimbo tool shed. Don Knotts Overdrive. And the evil Elvi. Oh, that's hard. The evil uh, Elvi. Evil Elvi. What was the call it first? First one? Uh, the second one was Don Knotts Tool Shed. What was the. Uh, Bimbo Tool I think tool it's shed. Evil Elb. I think it's Bimbo evil Tool Shed, Don Bimbo Knotts tool Overdrive, shed. and the one Brian picked. I'm scrolling through a list. I'm going to go Bimbo Tool Shed. Rachel, what about you? Just to mix it up. I answered before Brian did. Okay. Sorry. She said evil. We Elvi. agreed. Evil. Evil. Elvi. It is Don Knotts Overdrive. Oh, son of a bitch. So, <sighs> Not fair. Here's the, here's the next one. These will all be Fs because I just happened to scroll on both of them. It's all three at the same okay. time. That's fine. It's a theme. Um, the Fabulous Amputators. The 50 Naked Midgets. Oh. And the flaming donuts of Jesus. Please, flaming donuts of Jesus. <laughs> I'm going with the midgets. <laughs> the flaming donuts. It is the donuts. Oh, now, now I want a donut. Me too, but that's always. Baking <laughs> a coffee right? today. Uh, jelly. Here, here's one more for you guys. <laughs> then we'll move on. So, interspecies love child, Jerry's kids. Yeah, that's uh, kind of wonky. I like and, that one. <laughs> and Mr. Holland's anus. <laughs> <laughs> um. One thing I've I've realizing from all these names is that they have uh, weird obsession with uh, private parts. Yes. We're all that. mature people. Like a few, a few rounds back. <laughs> Thanks. Ray Ray, more catch, observant. Catch up, catch up. Try, try to keep up. Um, I want, I want it to be Mr. Holland's anus, but I actually think that it's probably not. 
I'm going to say Jerry's kids. Okay. I'm going to go with the anus one. Just why not? I'll do whatever they didn't pick. Okay. It is Jerry's kids. <laughs> I had a feeling. Could you, I mean, Brian, what would you do if an improv troupe came in here and said, we want to use the stage, our troop name is Jerry's Kids? No, they know. What would you do if they Absolutely said their not. name was Mr. Holland's anus? No. <laughs> I would say or no. Michael Jackson's third nose. Hey, well, I'm going to start a youth improv Michael Jackson's troupe. third nose would be fine. But yeah. <laughs> and uh, all Maybe of that should be the, the tweak of the game. Which, which one of these would Brian accept? <laughs> If they came in the door and said, we'll pay you $5,000. But what if, stay. okay, but what if, like, I well, have I an improv troupe. $5, and all the parents. Yes any of them. Mm. So you would publish out on the website, performing <laughs> no, no, this, no, no, no. this Friday and Saturday, Mr. Holland's no, anus. No, 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 no. I didn't say it. GCG presents. <laughs> True. <laughs> Presenting and, uh, and, and renting are two different things. Tonight only, Oedipussy on the GCT stage. Listen, if so I loud. have... Because I've, I mean, I've heard of them. If I have 10 kids, <laughs> all with consenting parents that oh have paid God. lofty fees yes. I love for their improv troupe to be called Mr. Holland's Anus. <laughs> Are you telling me that we like? couldn't perform at our own theater? Can we at least design the t-shirts? The show is sold out. The parents are foaming at the mouth to get in the door. They're banging on GCT's front and back door. Yes. The promo is come get a good look at Mr. Holland's anus this Friday. It's gonna be like a star design with like a like dark center and, and afterward like peachy tones around. And afterward, we will be serving flaming donuts for Jesus. <laughs> I'd love to see church people show up for that. Where's these donuts for Jesus? Donuts for Jesus. They're back there in the MAGA section, out in the park, back parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so that was that feature. I will ensure these are new names next time. Because I think this is a fun feature. So I love this feature. It's my favorite, I think. I mean, at some point, I'm going to find a way to make a really interesting, interactive dinosaur feature just for you. But for mm -hmm. now, this will have to do. So, because I've tried a couple dinosaurs. iterations and they've not been good. So, yeah, well, yeah. So, speaking of not good, it's mm -hmm. time for Christina's sexist casting call. Corn. No, I didn't prepare casting. one. Well, you don't have one? Do, uh, do dad jokes. Okay, let's do dad first. jokes. Brian's wild and zany dad jokes of the day. Cue music. Alright, but you gotta be listening, Christine. You gotta hear I am. I wish I couldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, ears have gone the way of Mr. Holland's anus. <laughs> My ears have gone the way. So, speaking of anuses, Sometimes I like to uh, take a poop at 11.59 at night. And I like to finish, you know, 12.05, 12.10. It's same shit, different day. Oh. <laughs> How does it feel to be married? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need, need to send help? The look on her face is otherwise. <laughs> In both pictures. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you have a judgy look in both both <laughs> pictures. Hey, that's the only look I ever seen. Stay old. That is my Sounds life. like it's... rightfully so. It's just judging. <laughs> so, what's next, Brian? <laughs> so this morning, um, excellently sprayed, sprayed deodorant in my mouth, and now when I talk, I have this weird accent. No. Hey, wow. <laughs> wow. Going deep no. into the catalog for that one. <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> Try again. I don't like that one. Do another one. <laughs> they give that one a buzzer. No. <laughs> I'm going to put a boo sound effect in there. So uh, I was uh, I was looking for the soundtrack to Mortal Kombat because it's supposed to come out on HBO Max, you know. But the only thing I could find was a bunch of uh, Finnish hymns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do you want a couple more since it's been a while? I don't. I don't get it. It's okay. That sounds like a guy joke. A little bit more. Explain. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to the uh, seafood disco? I don't know. I uh, I pulled a muscle. That felt like it came off like a Laffy Taffy rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> right. One more. Then <laughs> I've got one ready. Oh, I get one more? Oh, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> um, no, that was not good. Uh... And the others were? I'm dying. Oh, shots fired. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh? What's Forrest Gump's password? No. One Forest One. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. We, okay. Is it time to move on? <laughs> Get your uh your bad casting call yet? Because I've got one. If you do. I can keep going. I've got one. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a really it's a really short one but That's i found right. one it's pretty funny um this is for a short film uh i'm gonna assume this is probably like a college project or something i'll let you decide why <clears throat> project title all caps boobs <laughs> <laughs> Where Superbad meets Broad City. This is the story of the girl who grows boobs over the summer and decides to use those boobs as leverage to finally join a squad with her best, parentheses, and only friend. Oh. You want to be in boobs? Can it, so, so wait, so does it have an age range? That's this one does not know. Because no, no, no. When, I'm gonna assume this one. Boobs. This one's from. This is from 2016. So if some 28-year-old so woman shows up, they're like, a, "You exactly, grew boobs." Wow. Right. Surprise. Still, like, yeah, that's looking a, at, at preteens. So you're looking to cast a 12-year-old. Listen. <sighs> Yo. There's a lot of problems. With I hear that a one. lawsuit in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. that I'm against the concept of boobs, but it's like. Nor am I. Not like that. I mean, it's kind of no. Yeah. 
It's good times. There's only a certain age range that boobs are generally growing. So mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. kind of, yeah, that that would sound like lawsuit all over it. So. Yeah. I try to, when I pick these, find ones that have a, an air of comedy to them. But they, the sad truth is that a lot of them are very short and they're all the same and just terrible. Just terrible. Well, and, I mean, them. so here's, well, here's a question though that, you know, if we're talking about this would be like, you know, prepubescent teenage girls. Mm. What, I mean, if you're, if you're, say you have a, I don't want to say a camera, but you're there at the casting call. What do you think of the parents who drive these kids up there? <laughs> I mean, my God. Well, but the thing is, I think if you're casting something like that, well, most of the time they want someone over 18 for stuff like that. Because well, sure. then they don't have to deal with it. And they don't have to deal with like, all of the legal logistics of hiring an actual child. Right. So at least there's that. I guess. They got that going for them. <laughs> I, yeah, if we want to put it that way. It's, you know. So the story, it's, I'm just trying, I mean, wrap my head around the story. The story is a girl grows boobs over the summer. You know, I think that someone probably thought this was a funnier idea on paper than it actually sounded in their casting call. I'd be really interested if I could get the whole page to read, like, who wrote this? Yeah. I'd like to see a sample of the script. It's I want to know if a lady wrote this or a dude, <sighs> but... Didn't yeah. SNL do this with um, Potter Skip? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They really did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a really good one, too. It's really short. and I don't know what it's for, but it says... <laughs> Seeking a uh, female of 25 to 35, girlfriend of main character. <laughs> this is the best. Described as ugly, but we want all types to submit. Normal, everyday <laughs> person type. She oh, okay. only has one line. Okay. I like that the description in this is ugly, and Sting Paul is like, hey, all you normies, get out here so you can audition to be this ugly piece yeah. of doo-doo in ugly, our film. But not, ugly but not ugly. You want to get called ugly every five seconds in our movie but you look like a normal human? Come on that, down. That sounds like you're casting in like Paragould, Arkansas and you're telling women hey, it, you know show up if you're an eight in Paragould but you're a six elsewhere. I mean, something it's like literally that. That. that that's well, definitely a guy definitely wrote that one that's yeah, wrong that you point out Paragold <laughs> I'm just picking somewhere Pascagoula you know somewhere with a P in it <laughs> since we're on the theme of kitty cats and pussy cats yeah, yeah, she's, like, she's like an 8 in Scranton but like a, like a 6 in New York <laughs> there you go Right. In Pawnee, she's an, a nine, but you know she she's a five in Louisville or something. Like oh that. my god! <laughs> okay, well that's that's good. I mean that's a couple of uh, interesting ones, that's for sure. Anyway, um, it's terrible out there. <laughs> so I looked up on IMDb um, boobs. Oh, cool! Oh, and it was fourteen minutes. It was a short. It's a comedy. Yeah. Um, and it's about a 17 year old girl has in parentheses, finally, 
grown boobs. So my guess is it would have, and she, the, the girl who starred in it also wrote and created it. So she was creating her own content. That's good. Um, which why she would have to have a casting. I don't don't know. Breakdown for it is beyond me, but, um, but yes, it received 4.5 out of 10 stars. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I feel like just just the reference of it being similar to Broad City is enough to like perk my ears and be like, is this like a, a woman written project and like produced project? Because that that is something that Sounds I like something find, find very good. A deep, a deep YouTube dive or something like that. Yep. Yep. Like beautiful taste or something like that. Right, Brian? No, no, no. We're not comparing that to anything here. Mm. It's not, no, 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 no. We're we haven't watched that. that in a while. No, it's, it's okay. We don't, we don't need to watch need it. Yeah, we do. It's okay. coming. We'll so. have to do that. If only I could no, get Chris- that to be the music for the pod. Christina has to be here when we watch that. That's my only. It looks like she's uh, Xing that out. She's- we, don't, <laughs> we don't have to do that. <laughs> okay. So, moving on. <clears throat> It's time for Closing Rants, sponsored by Jimmy the Cop, and now Alex the Goat. And Baby Groot. And Baby Groot. Yeah, we, we have a Too many mascots. Yeah, but Jimmy the Cock is, he's the alpha. So who has a rant uh, for Jimmy today? Well, I've got one. Okay. Oh, God. H&R Block. Oh, God. I hate you. Okay. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing laughter from the Rachel Gallery here. <laughs> we make it easy for you. No, they don't. Oh, my goodness. I hear that come on the TV. I would love to walk away, but it's just so awful that I can't look at it, and that makes me even more angry. I'm so ready for tax season to be over because I hate, I hate that. No. I hate what? their stupid dancing. I want to yes. punch. Wait, this isn't like even about H&R Block, the company. Yeah. It's about the commercial. It's about the commercial. So more specifically, it's about this one move that the dancers do, which is like they move their arms in and out. They go do do do, and he hates that part. That's it. All right. Is this the worst this thing going on in your life right now? I mean, it's a lot if it is. I'm just glad to know this. We might be watching that commercial more. I will punch you. <laughs> I'll take take hey, my anger out on whoever plays that. Next to your no. feet, I'll pour it on your head. Like, <laughs> it is it is it, it infuriates me to know it. I agree, I it's a bad commercial. <sighs> I was gonna say I just don't like H and R Block. Period. <laughs> I mean, I was I, until this tax season, I was neutral. I was like, whatever, H and R Block, they exist. Now, like I, I would like to plot their demise. I just love That's that this one at. commercial has drawn so much ire. Out of you. Okay. Good rant. I, cool. I definitely like that one. So Rachel or Christina, you guys got one? I don't have anything to rant about. I mean, do they like test these commercials before have... they put them on? There's no way they could have I mean, put that commercial fact with a test walk. audience. And the audience is like, yeah, let's run that like fifty thousand times on every show you watch for the next four months. But you know what? They have done their job because you remember it. You are complaining about it. You are there for 
exactly. They, therefore, you are perpetuating their message, and people are still knowing about H and R Block. So, two listeners, but their marketing no, um, is working. Okay, so you listeners do not go to H and R Block. <laughs> go to Jackson Hewitt, the company that is um, no. better, and they are uh, they will do your taxes quicker and get you more money than H and R Block. Because H and R Block is wasting <laughs> your money to make awful commercials. Go to IRS.gov and do it yourself. Smear campaign against H and R Block. <laughs> I'm fascinated. <laughs> so okay, you guys can have a good rant. You can have something about. I have like, like nothing but nice things to say. Okay, you got a nice rant. Okay, listen. Today, when I'm done with this, I'm making a delicious coffee cake. Because I decided that we deserve coffee cake to eat this weekend. Okay. And tomorrow, tomorrow we're going on um, like a detective adventure. Oh, no. um, I think it's like <laughs> through Choose 901 or something. But it's like a, it's like a outdoor get your gang and go adventure and solve a murder. And oh, so fine. tomorrow yeah, I'm like... going to dress up like a sloppy detective and go solve a murder. <laughs> Brian saw commercials between H and R Block for that. So, yep. uh, it plays with some hydrangeas. So, I'm having a really good time. That's awesome. Just nothing bad to say. Okay. The sun makes me a better person. Don't know. I mean, St. Patty's Day is next week. Yeah. And I'm making, uh, oh my God. It's the one year anniversary. St. Patrick's Day will be the one year anniversary of the last time that we had people in our home. And had like a party, a small party, well, but we knew it was the end of the world, and we did five hundred million car bombs. What you didn't know is you've you've had a couple of people in your barn, but you didn't know that. Oh God, no! I know people whose yeah. names rhyme with pion and ball. Um, Would y'all please stop doing it in my barn? <laughs> I mean, we are a gay Thanks. couple, according to some friends of ours. I can so. hear I can hear the howling from my oh. living room. I mean, Rachel, and sorry I stole him from you. Apparently, I usually just tell Colt, <laughs> "Oh no, it's care. dogs! It's, a... it's the dog park! It's just dogs! Glad don't listen!" I'm just gonna say it's not the first person who tried to steal him from you, but oh. let's leave it at that. How was that grenade that I just dropped in the room? Uh, so. Oh, uncomfortable. No. Okay, I'll move on. So. I have not a rant, but a uh, it. So I went to get my first shot today, over close by a Germantown Baptist, and the, the couple of things that made me sort of chuckle. The first one was a pretty obvious one, in that I pulled up to the front of the drive-through line to get my shot, and the guy said, "Okay, the people behind you haven't had time to fill out your paperwork, so here, here's your shot. You just need to sit here for a minute." And I struck up a conversation, which I don't normally do with people because I don't like people. And I said, hey, so how are you guys busy today? Is it normal? And he said, oh, you know, it's it's a normal flow. He said, we did have a couple of interesting people. Somebody tried to cross lanes and drive, they drove through two of the tent posts. So we had to reset the tent because they thought, oh, the other line pulled out. So I'm in the middle of the line. I'll just pull up in the other line because it must mean I get through quicker. Not, mm -hmm. not so. No. Um, and then the other thing was, um, I saw this older couple who I felt bad for for a second, but 
The lady was in a mask. The dude was not in a mask. And they came up, they walked up from behind, uh, like the back of the property, and decided to have a full-blown argument with one of the volunteers, which made me feel sorry for her because they were arguing. I didn't know what, so I rolled down the window and I heard her saying something like, this is a drive through appointment-only line, sir. And he got pissed and yelled something at her and they stormed off. Like, mm-hmm. come on. These people already have a thankless enough job. Just, I mean, you're the kind of person that's mean to volunteering. COVID volunteer. Yeah, I don't exactly. know what to tell they you. You to are a lost there. cause. So I, I made it a point as I drove past every one of them to say, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Then the other... <laughs> so the other part was basically when you know when we got done they said okay wait here for the 15 minutes so we make sure there's no adverse effects and (laughs) they were ready to clear our group and the some lady diagonally behind me to the left was supposed to be leaving and she i she's not leaving so i look back she's clearly playing with her phone And the person behind her is literally laying on the horn. And the volunteer walks up to her car and starts tapping on the glass. And she's giving him the, what? What's wrong? Symbol. And he says, you, I hear him say something about leaving. And she takes it as an opportunity to peel out of the parking lot. No. And He's looking at her like, really? So my rant, I guess, is, you know, just again, everyone have respect for one another. I don't like people generally, but I try to have respect for them, especially in such a thankless job as helping to administer this vaccine. You have to be like pretty special, I feel like, to be standing out there helping people get vaccinated i don't know it's just really fascinating that anyone would have like the thought to be rude to a vaccine volunteer that's insane exactly just kooky i don't see why people i mean it i don't get it i won't go i don't know dude so that's my rant well i'm glad everyone's getting vaccinated though it makes me really happy to see how much it's like uh picking up some steam it's awesome yeah, I, I mean, we got the uh, the bill passed uh, or, and signed into law yesterday for yep. stimulus and unemployment benefits and all that other kind of stuff. That Exciting. Some people love, some people hate, but yeah, I think it's well, a good thing. You know, it's Vaccinations are at over 2 million per day, at least for shots. So Yeah, it's great. I It's uh, the first time I felt really excited and really hopeful in a long time, I feel like. So, good stuff. Yeah, agreed. Love so, seeing all the people I like get vaccinated, dude. And one of the awesome. best things is that that's that much closer to actually producing content here at Germantown Community Theater. Right, Brian? Right, yes, I'm very excited about that. Yes, it would be nice to see a show we actually selected and approved <laughs> on our stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that yeah. will be like to have a play. You know, a perfect example being something like this show called Motherhood, right, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we. I think somebody uh, we know is directing that. We've been preparing for a year. Uh, <laughs> so it better be damn to be good. Ready. Is what <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Hey, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not performing, so it's not really on me. I hope, yeah. my hope is that uh, they will be, no, they'll be more than prepared. Um, well, I'm excited. We raised ticket prices to 100 to see a seat. So because, <laughs> right, right. because it Only was going to be the so elite. Yeah, right. <laughs> Exactly. So show up, you know, it's going to be the well, best show you've ever seen. And then as Brian pointed out, I'll go straight from directing that into a uh, clue. So yeah, exactly. Another one Ooh. I'm very excited to see. I can't way wait to, bring to it. see clue. So. Oh, it's going to be so cool. It'll be fun. Theater. It'll be fun to see it on our stage since, you know, I essentially inadvertently trashed the one we, the three of us saw two years ago. Was it two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, at least two years yeah. ago. Yeah. At a certain university. It? I will. <laughs> Apparently, I, I made a comment, you know, I, I might have been under the influence of some alcohol. Uh, I made hmm. a comment on a podcast. No, it was on the, uh, what was that we called season it? Announcement. A season yeah. announcement that you know the season we never did. Um, I made I a remember that. about Clue, and that we had seen a less than stellar version, and come here and see a really good version. And oh. a comment was made online on Facebook about that. That oh, that was our version by a certain theater uh -oh. teacher yeah. leader yeah. that Brian knows. Yeah, but hey, I stand by it. Our version will be better. It's not something's gone horribly wrong. Yes, exactly. I can't wait to see that show. I can't wait to see that. You know, with uh, not even before we had certain technical enhancements that might be. I know. To think good. about it with that is going to be true. Amazing. So. You know, almost as amazing as Oedipusy. So, <laughs> uh, on that note, we'll call it a pod. So, uh, we'll definitely try to do this again sooner than the four or five weeks we waited for this one. So, thanks the uh, one and a half people listening. Uh, hopefully, you're still listening at this point. So, and we'll uh, talk to everybody soon. And uh, keep your eyes peeled to gctcomplay.org. Ford. Get your shots. Get your yeah, yeah. Oh, Take your shot, God. fun boy. So, come out and see whatever we have produced. If you do see an audition notice for a show that we had that said it's going to run on certain dates, don't assume that means the show's running. <laughs> um, we have had a call about that. So, otherwise, you know, keep your eyes peeled. We will be producing content soon. Uh, fingers crossed. And thanks for listening. And uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Ah. Bye. Bye.